my wife precipitated the conversation with you look like death and it and you know I it takes me a little while sometimes to catch up to her I, I don't again I don't mind admitting she takes me a little while sometimes um, a few months went by and I was still banging my head against allowing my job to kill me and I finally came around to her and I said you know we've been talking about this consulting thing maybe it's time for us to talk about it more seriously. And she looked at me and she said, I, I, I've been wondering how long it would take you. They say that life is full of opportunities, right? So why are so many of us dreading getting out of bed to face another day? I know what that's like. My life was full of conflict, stress, failure, and fear. When I got cancer for the second time, my choice was simple, change or die. Today, I love waking up. I love my life. I love owning my own business that is helping people learn and grow. So how do you unlock that kind of transformation in your life? Let's discover the answers together as we hear from ordinary people like you and me and their extraordinary success stories. My name is Donna Gammon, and this is Power to Grow. Welcome, everyone. Thank you for joining us today for Power to Grow. We have a very special guest that is has got a really awesome story that I'm excited to share with you and to hear myself a little bit more deeply into his story. So today we have Lucas Root. And Lucas has led numerous teams on Wall Street. After establishing a consistent track record of success, Lucas started his own consulting business. And he had a wonderful opportunity to speak with numerous audiences in North America, Australia, and Europe, as well as partners with both businesses, VCs, for mentoring. So Lucas, thank you for being on our show today and welcome. Thank you, Donna. I'm so excited to be here. Great, great. Well, we're excited to have you. So, Lucas, we know that it sounds like you started in Wall Street and you ended up having your own business. So what happened? What was the change and what happened there? Can you take us through your story? Yeah, absolutely. So um, it's actually kind of a funny story. I was 17 when I sort of dreamed up the career that I ended up having almost exactly as I dreamed it up at 17. And that's completely by accident. Like I forgot about it. Pardon me. I forgot about it while I was along the way. I, 17 and you ended up fulfilling that. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Um, and I'm, I, I was sitting at lunch with a buddy of mine uh, at a ski mountain. We were out skiing together and we sort of dreamed up this thing. And I mean, we didn't know what in the world the future looked like but we sort of came out of this is what I want to do and this is why and then we both went and did it um it's, so it's really yours was fun. Wall Street yeah both of us actually we had really? very similar plans so wow. uh go to school get a uh, get a technology degree because that was the stuff that was doing well I ended up doing science and a combination of science and technology so physics and mechanical engineering okay cool and then jump over into Wall Street and sort of work our way up the ranks and then start our own consulting company. And we hadn't even really planned to do it together. We were just friends and we were talking about it. Um, and then we sort of went and did it. And we went to Wall Street and hung out with each other, you know, once a month for a while. 
Um, he executed a little bit better than I did. He, we're still very good friends. And I talked to him from time to time about this. We sort of tentatively planned 10 years out, we're going to sort of start making our exit. And I was 10 years into Wall Street and living the Wall Street life. Um, and I thought that I was enjoying it. Mm. The, the key word here is that I thought that I was enjoying it. <laughs> right. So what was the eye-opening moment for you? Yeah, uh, that's the that's the kicker, and it was a kicker. So, uh, three years after that, um, now eight years ago, uh, I I was married. I was sitting down with my wife for our anniversary dinner, uh, and this was the shortest day of that week. At eight p.m., a walking distance from my office, I I walked out of work to go to my dinner with my wife, and it's an anniversary, so you don't not go. Right. <laughs> I sat down with my wife. And uh, she looked at me and um, with all the love in her heart, she said to me, you look like death. Wow. <laughs> and I, you know, she took a picture during that dinner um, and she doesn't always take a picture during our anniversary dinners, but she did then um, because she knew that that was an important moment. She knew better than I did. Wow. So she took a picture of you um, in this moment. Did you like, like at that moment, just know that, oh my gosh, something has to change. Yeah, it, 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 did, it did hit me like, you know, a ton of bricks, as they say. Okay. And, and what did you do at that point? Yeah, well, because she, she wouldn't say that. I mean, unless she really meant it. That's not, you know. That's she, not your wife. She doesn't, she doesn't just say mean things or things that make you feel bad. She, she really was probably trying to help you, I'm guessing, at yeah. that time. Mm -hmm. it, it wasn't mean. It, it did make me feel bad, but it wasn't mean. <laughs> okay. So when you look at that picture, does that, I mean, you actually showed me the picture. I wish I could show all of you the picture, but uh, he actually showed me the picture that he, of that day. And what a, what a documented story. You have this picture of actually what you look like that day. So you can go back and remember that. Yeah. Um, you know, you know yourself more than anyone. So you obviously can tell that that's not who you really were or who you wanted to be, I'm guessing. Both, yeah. I was, I was pale. Uh, I was gaunt in, in the most powerful of the interpretations of that word, my... You can actually see in the picture that my suit doesn't fit me very well. It's sort of large on me, which anyone who knows me would would notice that after me having pointed it out and say, oh my God, what, what was going on there? <laughs> right, right. So you obviously wasn't taking care of yourself. You were probably running yourself. You obviously went from your office to dinner. So that tells me that you were working really long late nights, I'm guessing. Yeah. Now, Wall Street isn't unique. Lots of industries allow and even encourage people to overwork themselves like I was, but that's where I was. I was on Wall Street. Wall Street certainly is well known for that. Mm -hmm. and, and I was in it. I was in it up to the eyeballs or even higher. <laughs> um, so I how was, did you get out of that? It's, it's not easy. It's not easy for two reasons. I mean, if you if you work in a job where it's, you know, you can just switch industries and maybe just set new boundaries when you change, like that's pretty easy. But when you're in Wall Street, um, I, I'm not saying this to brag, um, but my last year on Wall Street, I made $280,000. 
that's a really, really hard thing to walk away from. It's really hard to walk away from. <laughs> right, right. You're, you're used to that lifestyle. It's, yeah, you can, I mean, it's not hard to make commitments in your life that soak up that money really quickly and that you enjoy. You enjoy your house, you enjoy your car. Mm -hmm. So it's not easy to walk away from that. Now, my first year as a consultant, so you all now know why I launched a consulting business. My first year as a consultant, I made $12,000. There's a really big difference between those two numbers. Huge difference. And I can totally relate with that because I too was the same thing for me. Um, you know, first year, same thing. It just, that's just how it is, right? You start out that way. You can't start out making 200,000. Nope. So, so how did you get through that? Um, fortunately, my wife precipitated the conversation with you look like death. And it, and, you know, I, it takes me a little while sometimes to catch up to her. I, I don't, again, I don't mind admitting, she takes me a little while sometimes. Um, a few months went by and I was still banging my head against allowing my job to kill me. And I finally came around to her and I said, you know, we've been talking about this consulting thing maybe it's time for us to talk about it more seriously. And she looked at me and she said, I, I, I've been wondering how long it would take you. Wow. So she was already on pitch. She was already ready for you to make this change. Now, is your wife working at this point? She was then. She isn't, she is not now. Okay. But she was able to work and maybe that helped a little bit, I'm guessing with that change. It did help a little bit. And, uh -huh. you know, there is good money. So if you, if you plan ahead, the kind of salaries that you make on Wall Street allow you to make plans. So um, we, we took another year of, of, again, allowing my job to kill me. And over the course of that year, we very carefully saved. We invested in making changes, setting up a platform, building some, um, you know, some publications behind my name so that people would at least know who you are, know who I am. Yeah. Mm -hmm. If I if I make some phone calls and they go look me up, I'm not a nobody. Right. Exactly. I may still be a nobody to them, but I'm not completely a nobody. Right, right. Exactly. So yeah. so at that point, um, how did you then build your business from that point to sustain you, you know, financially? Yeah. So I I did quit cold turkey. I did not have a client waiting for me when I quit my job. I had a platform. I, I was reasonably certain I could build something, but but didn't know. Right, right. So I so, I I leap I leapt off that cliff and I did not have the uh, the proverbial shoot. I was building it on my fall. <laughs> so how did you actually do that then? What what was your strategy to to build that up quick? Yeah. So I had a couple of different things. First, uh, the thing that I consult on is a relatively small niche. So I do business strategy. Now there's a lot of people that talk about strategy. Fortunately, when you sit down in a boardroom, most of the boardrooms know the difference between the people who talk about it and the people who do it. Mm -hmm. So that's number one. Number two, I picked up the phone and honestly, it's like dials for, dial for dollars. I called absolutely everybody I had ever known and said, I'm, I've left my Wall Street career. Here's what I'm doing. Can you help me out? Not necessarily even give me a job, just can you help me out? And mm -hmm. most people are willing to say yes to the question, can you help me out? Now, you need to know what your next question is going to be. Right. And that's important. 
And the first couple of calls I made, I didn't. Oh, I no. <laughs> so you had some people that said yes, and then you weren't able to actually like tell them what the next step was? Yeah, I did some of those. Uh, uh, um, uh, you've heard those. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Not sure, real unsure of how to approach that. Uh, so you're, you're in this moment, you've actually got some people that say, yeah, Hey, I'm ready to help you. Uh, what do you need help with? Exactly. And you're like, well, I stumble so, through it. Yeah. Yeah. And so, um, so again, how did it go from that point to where you are today? I, I was fortunate. So my, my wall street career, just give a little bit more color to that. My Wall Street career was mostly in mergers and acquisitions uh -huh. um, on the operations side, which means I was putting together the companies that are merging and or in the opposite direction when you're doing a divestiture, somebody else is merging and you're giving them a piece of your business. I was mm -hmm. unstitching those businesses, which means this is where my expertise comes from. This is why I'm great at business strategy. I've put together billions, billion dollar companies. Mm -hmm. And many of the people that I'm calling on the phone also are gifted strategists. And so fortunately, one of the early calls that I made where they said, yes, I can help you uh -huh. was a gifted strategist. And when I started with the, uh, um, uh, well, uh, <laughs> he said, you know what, why don't we go out to lunch and let's talk it through. Let's talk about what it is that you're trying to do. Why did you leave? What it is that you're going to do? How are you gonna present that? And, and he meant it. He what it wasn't just a, you know, let's go catch up, drink some beers, and maybe mention the word business once or twice. He meant that he was well, gonna this is a really good friend, it sounds like that wants to help you actually move forward in your business. Yeah. So so you had this sit-down conversation and and you just kind of laid it out to him and yep. did he lead you? Was he kind of a mentor for you? It, not before then, and not a lot since then, but that was a really pivot. I mean, it was a two-hour lunch and not the kind where you drink a lot of gin, you know. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, but that two hours, we really made progress in that two hours. And he lives a busy life, and he went back to his life. But it was enough so that I could put together the whole picture. Now, nice. You know, they say you so can't you can see it, feel it kind of know what you were so if somebody else asked you hey yeah sure let me help you you kind of at least had an idea of what to share with them exactly nice so that process for me helped me understand the missing piece that i didn't even know i was missing because i'd been working on all these big companies merging that had already existed i wasn't in in wall street we don't work on startups we don't work on small companies uh-huh so, I was missing that formation. Uh-huh. And so wow. when I went and left off the cliff, I didn't have that. I didn't have that to draw on in my own experience. Right, right. So so now you are starting to get a vision of your business. You're starting to approach more people, I'm guessing. Mm -hmm. And things are starting to click and come together. Is that right? Exactly. And a few weeks later, one of the phone numbers that I called was a good friend that I'd met. He, he was at that point a good acquaintance. He is now a good friend that I'd met at a conference who worked at the Pokemon company. Hmm. Uh, they were just 
just coming into the build phase for the thing that has made the world go crazy for Pokemon again, the Pokemon Go game. Okay. Uh -huh. Six years ago. And they're like, this is going to be something. They knew. They knew it was going to be something. And so they told their uh, executive staff, of which this, this acquaintance, now good friend, um, was, was a member, they said, bring in anyone you know who knows anything about coming up with ideas and executing them. Wow. Just, I guess, kismet, luck, like really Yeah, good I was just going to say, that, that was a nice break. Yeah. So you were able to come in and, and help them. So how did that propel you, though, forward with your business? I'm curious. So they became an anchor client and they are still today. Oh, got it. Wonderful. So you were able to help them get their business kind of up and running and actually, ex you know, expand this to meet, reach more people, I'm guessing, because mm -hmm. uh, you use your strategy that you were talking about and being able to get them there. I love that. Yep. So, so that was your kind of your pivotal point moment so tell me if somebody were to want to work with you you help them i just want to make sure i clarify you sit down with them you strategize with them you figure out kind of what their plan of action is mm -hmm. yes. okay great great and and just walk me through kind of what they would receive by working with you cool yeah so a uh, large, well-established brand like the Pokemon company, typically they'll call me when they have an idea that they themselves don't want to execute, but they want it done. They want the benefits. They want it to be part of their business, but they don't want to be the ones that execute it. Mm -hmm. So they'll call me, I'll come in, I'll pitch a strategy for execution, and that will involve a combination of their own internal resources um, as well as external resources. Now, resources could be people, it could be money, it could be brand assets. Mm -hmm. okay. And I'll put all that together as a picture and I'll actually hand it over. It's done. So that's so it's a kind of a done for you kind of thing for them. Uh, the plan is something that they can choose to then execute themselves or they can retain oh, me to execute. Okay. Okay. So it is something that they would have to actually do. It's just you kind of just help them get it all planned out. Oh, either. Oh, Truth either or. Okay. I, this is I good. The, I'm, I'm getting more of the, the story here. Yay. All right. Yeah. So, um, so then if somebody was to, let's just say you have somebody, they've got a business, they're already established somewhat, but they want to build it stronger. Is that the kind of clients that you're looking for to kind of help propel them even forward? Or are you looking for new people just starting out? Um, or the, the, the former mostly. Okay. That's what I thought. You kind of yeah. have somebody that's, yeah, built, built their business and kind of moving from there. Um, so I'm really trying to just find out how, what you do is benefiting for them so that they would want to utilize you. You give them the strategy, mm -hmm. but, um, do you kind of give them like step-by-step -step oh, yeah. checklists um, kind of all of the above. So you're kind of their go-to guy. If they need anything, they just say, Hey, how do I do this? Or how can I make this happen? And you just kind of help them. So you, you kind of are guiding them all along the way kind of thing. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. 
Okay, so, perfect. You know the nice. metaphor, you can't see the mountain when you're in it. Yeah, that's true. That yeah. is true when once you're in the midst of it. So so you're just kind of you're consulting, you consult them through their process. And how would they find you if they were to want to work with you? Yeah. Um, the platform that I'm most active on is Instagram. My handle is at Luke Root, L-U-C-R-O-O-T. Okay. Uh, also easy to find me on my website, lucasroot.com. Okay, perfect. And did you have a freebie at all? I didn't see if you did. If you did, I just want to make sure that we mention that. Uh, usually some of my guests have like a free checklist or a free opt-in for something. If not, no big deal. Um, I usually just uh, ask just in case. I do. Um, and this is for that other group of people, the people that are just starting out and still want some guidance because okay. I got some guidance at a pivotal time and I want to give that back. And Perfect. so I, I hope bad words aren't, aren't uh, faux pas on the show, but I have a little ebook, four pages, and it's called Shit You Can't Ignore. <laughs> oh, gotcha. Okay. All right. All right. So how would they be able, is that on your website? It is on my website. Sign up Perfect. for the uh, mailing list and it will come right to you. Perfect. So they could get that kind of just, you know, something that can kind of help them start moving forward in the right direction. Yes. Love that. Love it. Well, you know, I always ask this question at the very end of my show, and that is what is the one thing that took you from this stressed out guy that was in Wall Street working his life away yeah. to being a guy that I can tell you're very chill now. You're just, you're kind of just going with the flow. And uh, how did you go from that extreme to where you're at today? Like, was there one thing that you can share with our listeners that could have made that difference for you? Something that can help them? Yeah. Um, <laughs> the, the, the really big one is listen to your wife. <laughs> ah, yes. But what if they don't have a wife? What if they don't have a wife? So that's obviously not the answer for everyone. But everyone right, right. Has, so just listen to those around you, probably. Yeah. If they're saying certain things, maybe that we need to listen to what's going on with, uh, with our surroundings. If they're saying you're looking stressed out, you look like death, like your wife did, yeah. um, then we need to listen. I love that. I love that. Well, um, Lucas, thank you so much for being on the show today. Thank you for sharing your story. And we'll make sure and put your website and your show notes uh, in for anyone that might be interested to be able to work with you further. And uh, thank you again for being on the show. My pleasure. Thank you so much, Donna. You're welcome. This is Donna Gammon, and this is Power to Grow. Thank you so much for joining us today. If you've enjoyed the show, please leave a review now and I will give you a free download of my blessed morning. This is something that is worth so much. It's what I use to get past my past, if you know what I mean. Until our next show, thank you again for joining us. This is Donna Gammon and this is Power to Grow. Thank you.